This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Spring has arrived. How about that? Uh, you know, it's starting to feel like it, too, and it's a, a darn fine time it has because uh, we put up with this interminable winter, and uh, while the rain is in the forecast for the next day or so, still rather mild, and uh, it melts the snow, and that's a good thing because we've got some of this solidified snow-slash-ice that's going to be around till uh, probably mid-May. Uh, here it is, 9 degrees on the waterfront, and uh, we're holding steady at the day's high. By the way, it was a nice afternoon to walk out of school if you could manage it, and uh, several students at universities and colleges across the province, 17 in total, I'm told, did walk out. Uh, this as part of a protest against what they see is the Ford government's way of uh, making students, it's putting a burden on students, I guess, with uh, these recent changes that have uh, waived the mandatory student fees, amongst other things, as well as uh, tuition fees now, uh, while they've been cut, it seems like a lot of the loans uh, will be have to be repaid in the immediate upon graduation, and they won't be converted to grants. And uh, that's become a sticking point. We were discussing it briefly last hour with Peggy Nash and uh, Catherine Swift. However, I wanted to pick it up with the uh, provincial NDP's colleges and universities critic, uh, Chris Glover, who's joined us on the line just in advance of our panel and topics worthy of discussion. Chris, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. John, thank you so much for having me. All right. Uh, so these students walked out. I don't know to what extent or number, but uh, the idea is it's in protest of, uh, amongst other things, tuition fees or, you know, something that are burdensome for these students. Yeah. You know, but the, the question is, I mean, can we really anticipate free tuition? Because I think that's what is being angled at here. Tuition isn't really free. Somebody's got to pay the freight, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think that would be a, a laudable goal to move towards in the in the long term. I think in the in the immediate term, what this what the students were protesting today is that the government is downloading billions of dollars of debt onto their backs, and I think that's that's the, that's the real cause for concern because it's going to create an even greater barrier to accessing post secondary education for students for low and middle income students, and it's going to make it much harder for them to achieve good marks because they'll often have to be working while they're going to school. So you're saying downloading the debt. You mean by cancelling uh, many of the grants? Yes, yeah, converting grants to loans. It, it means, and also ending the uh, interest-free grace period for the six months after you graduate. That just means students are going to be paying more interest. They're going to have greater debts. And Ontario already has the lowest to, uh, to or sorry, the lowest per student funding, the highest tuition fees, and the highest student debt levels. So this is just going to make it worse for students. Well, shouldn't some students expect to pay uh, their way through? college or university? You know, I, I think students should pay something. That's, um, but when you look at what was available to previous generations, students used to pay in Ontario about 15% of the operating costs of universities. Uh, now students are paying more than 50% of the cost. So tuition fees have gone up exorbitantly. In, 20, in 1995, average tuition fees in today's dollars would be about $3,500. Instead, uh, undergraduate tuition fees are $8,000, and professional program fees go up to, uh, for an MBA, for example, to $52,000 per student per year. So we've priced a lot of kids out of the opportunities to to study at at the post-secondary level. When you say we've priced them out, is it possible, because you talked about the operating costs of universities have gone up, maybe therein lies uh, the real factor in the equation, a university's administration and so on and so forth is getting too expensive. You know, I think that needs to be looked at. You know, administrative costs should be kept in check, but the real, the real, the, the person, the, the 
one that's guilty here is the government. The government, the last two governments, both the conservatives and the liberals, uh, have increased tuition fees. The liberals had a scheme where tuition fees, some tuition fees were going up by 8% a year, and tuition fees more than doubled under their watch. And the previous conservatives deregulated some tuition fees. So those ones went up multiple times in their, under their watch. Well, yeah, I mean, the liberals, I mean, you can say that the cost of education certainly made their radar screen. That's why we had strikes at universities, and uh, they were timid about ending the one up at York. But with the colleges, uh, I guess there were 24 colleges across the province. Uh, they did kind of legislate them back to work uh, after a while, and some students lost their semester or their year. Yeah. But this has been an ongoing concern that predates the Ford government, doesn't it? It it does. It's you know it goes back to the Harris government really, the Harris and then and then the Liberal government under McGinty and Wynne. Both of them were guilty of downloading or increasing the cost of tuition and increasing the amount of debt that students have to take on to pay for their education, while at the same time either freezing or not maintaining the funding, the government side of the funding. So the government funding has been frozen for more than a decade in Ontario. So the tuition cuts announced by Ford, these uh, across the board, the 10%, that really impacts the university because they've got less money to work with then. Uh, Is it fair to pass this on to the universities? Just asked about, you know, administrative costs and maybe, you know, they're always building on, expanding and uh, they're building their own fiefdoms and so on and so forth. Is that possibly an area where uh, we can look? To saving money. I think, you know, you can look at administration, you can look at some of those costs. I think the expansions of universities and, and of colleges in this province is absolutely essential for us to maintain our competitive advantage. We need to have the most edu- one of the most educated workforces in the, in the world in order to attract the kind of IT, um, you know, information technology, artificial intelligence, green tech. All of those are high tech and, and require uh, uh, an informed and uh, well-educated workforce. And that's what we need to, to maintain. So the expansion of the universities and colleges is absolutely crucial at this juncture in the economy and in, in the economic development of this of this province. Again, with Chris Glover, he's the NDP's Colleges and Universities critic. We're just talking about the walkout that happened at seven, 17 colleges or universities across the province earlier today. Uh, this, of course, is in protest of uh, the Ford government's approach to education in the post-secondary level. You know, uh, I'm just wondering, though, if uh, there's some kind of a way we can uh, make some sense of you've got spiraling debt and deficits and uh, yeah. all all ministries are being looked at for cost savings. Is education one that should be immune from that? I think we need to look at you know, the importance of investing in the future and, and our children are the future. And we need to make sure that they have the opportunities that that cost isn't a barrier to them to attend and pursue their dreams in post-secondary education. You know, and, and we all benefit from that because then we get the best and brightest in those positions. What about co-ops in conjunction with business uh, shifting the paradigm somewhat? Yes, absolutely. That's that's happening at more and more campuses. I've been uh, touring university and college campuses across the province, and you see that kind of, you know, students doing co-op placements as part of their studies. That's incre- That's growing. The other thing that's really growing is that, you know, our, our universities and colleges are now uh, tech hubs. And they're, they're um, economic growth hubs. And so they're partnering with, with uh, businesses. I was just down at uh, Niagara College, and I saw the student was demonstrating this 3D imager that he had created. And with it, you know, this gentleman was restoring a 1940 Dodge. And he had the right door for the car, but he didn't have the left door. 
So the student took a 3D image of the right door, inverted it, put it, uh, printed it on a 3D printer, and created the left door. And I mean, that's just a small example, but it's the kind of innovative work that's happening at our colleges and universities. And that is, you know, that is helping us you know, Ontario to be one of the innovation hubs in the world. We have more IT startups in, in southern Ontario than any other place except Silicon Valley. Well, you know, and I'm not sure you'd get any disagreement because this is the wave of the future or it's the present right now and it needs to be emphasized, but maybe there are certain courses, uh, degrees that are less than applicable to a changing job uh, market and uh, you know some humanities arts social sciences that kind of stuff uh, various things that are considered frivolities or bird courses as we used to call them in our day uh, i mean is it a, a case of universities and colleges need to shape shift you know i think we need to to be careful about you know going too far down that road i think you should always be evaluating you know what the future is going to need but it's impossible to predict you know one thing that people probably didn't predict was that the film industry is one of the fastest growing industries in our in our area it's a 3 billion dollar industry and it's growing rapidly and the biggest barrier that the film industry is facing to expansion is we need more trained technicians and they need more space to shoot the films that people want to shoot here so you know i wouldn't you know and the the people that they need are arts graduates and so i would be careful about you know cutting too many uh, um arts programs out of our universities and colleges because those are also the jobs of the future. Chris, I'm going to ask you finally, I mean, uh, the idea that these once mandatory student fees are now optional under uh, yeah. the changes that Ford has brought in, uh, what's wrong with that model? You know, it's, it's a real attack. This is an attack on the student unions and on the services that they provide. Uh, you know, student unions, the, all of the fees that are, that are, uh, that are paid these ancillary fees that are paid have been have gone through a democratic process. So all of them, the majority of students on the campus voted to have those fees inserted, you know, as part of their ancillary fees, mandatory ancillary fees. So what Ford is doing is overriding the democratic process that the campus has already been through. And it, it puts in jeopardy essential programs like food banks, like uh, first aid response teams, support, point, uh, support centers for women, for LGBTQ students. Uh, it, it really puts a lot at risk and it makes it very, it's, it's actually an attack on student unions and on the ability for students to organize and to fight back against the kind of cuts to uh, financial supports that Ford is imposing. Yeah, and yet I hear critics say these are just havens of political activism uh, replete with all these <laughs> social justice initiatives. What's wrong? You know, I've been, I've been touring uh, colleges and universities. I've been speaking to student unions across the province. They come from all political stripes. There are, you know, there are um, NDP, there are liberal, there are conservative student union members. And, you know, you, and I have not yet met anybody who is supportive of the changes that the government's making because they know that it's pricing students, you know, low and middle income students out of their post-secondary uh, dreams. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate your coming on and giving us your perspective on the matter and uh, we'll continue to follow the file. John, thank you so much for having me. You got it. Chris Glover again is the NDP's critic for colleges and universities here in the province, needless to say. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.